All right, so the last time we were in Job, um, Job's three friends had shown up. And, um, oh, hang on a second, let me restart this. Okay, so the last time we were in Job, <laughs> did I mention the last time we were Yeah, in? so far, yeah, a couple times. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, so we were, as we were finishing up, uh, chapter two, Job's three friends showed up and, and came and they sat with him for seven days silently, silently waiting. And then um, that was that was the close of chapter two. And um, and then we started in chapter three, we began talking about Job's poetic method of speech concerning how much his he wished he had never been born. And uh, we talked a little bit about that. We'll go through that and move on through uh, chapter 3 today. So let's pray over the Lord. Father, we love you. We thank you so much for the book that you've given us to guide us and help us that leads us not only into truth, but leads us to you and to know your Holy Spirit. Pray this morning, Holy Spirit, as we study, that you would teach and you would guide us and we would learn more truth for our life because of what you have to say to us. We bless you, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's go ahead and pick up at verse 1 of chapter 3. After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. And Job spoke and said, May the day perish on which I was born, and the night in which it was said, A male child is conceived. May that day be darkness. May God above not seek it, nor the light shine upon it. May darkness and the shadow of death claim it. May a cloud settle on it. May the blackness of the day terrify it. As for that night, may darkness seize it. May it not rejoice among the days of the year. May it not come into the number of the months. Oh, may that night be barren. May no joyful shout come into it. May those curse it who curse the day, those who are ready to arouse Leviathan. We talked about Leviathan last mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. May the stars of its morning be dark. May it look for light, but have none, and not seeing the dawning of the day, because it did not shut up the, the doors of my mother's womb, nor hide sorrow from my eyes. Why did I not, why did I not die at birth? And why did I not perish when I came from the womb? Why did the knees receive me, or the, or why the breast that I should nurse? For now I would have lain still and been quiet. I would have been asleep, and then I would have been at rest, with kings and counselors of the earth, who built ruins for themselves, or with princes who had gold, who filled their houses with silver. Or why was I not hidden like a stillborn child, like infants who never saw light, there the wicked cease from troubling, and there the weary are at rest. There the prisoners rest together, and they do not hear the voice of the oppressor. The small and great are there, and the servant is free from his master. Why is light given to him who is in misery, and life to the bitter of soul, who long for death, but it does not come, and search for it more than hidden treasures? Who rejoice exceedingly and are glad when they have found, when they can find the grave? Why is light given to a man who is way, whose way is hidden, and whom God has hedged in 
for my sighing comes before I eat, and my groanings pour out like water. For the thing I greatly feared has come upon me, and what I dreaded has happened to me. I am not at ease, nor am I quiet. I have no rest, for trouble comes. Sounds like a pretty bad day. Oh, my word. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, you know, so he was a little depressed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's one way to put it. It it is it is uh it is interesting because the word tells us that oh, excuse me it is interesting because the word tells us that uh, in all this Job did not sin. Well, what does it mean that Job doesn't doesn't sin? He sounds so depressed mm -hmm. and just so and and I think one of the great lessons that we can get from that is is that life. Life's troubles, when we respond to life's troubles, it doesn't mean that we've lost heart or that we've decided to right. uh, walk away or, or, cause it does seem like sometimes it's just, just so miserable. I just want to give up. And, and that's really what Paul or, um, uh, Job was doing was he was at that spot where, okay, I'm done. <clears throat> he found so many different ways to uh, express the same <clears throat> feeling. You know, yeah, it was yeah. Um, I mean, the parts like like made the blackness of the day terrify it. I mean, that's <laughs> he was um he was an extraordinarily uh, talented poet. Yeah, in the way he described what he was dealing with, and and it is it is uh, it is interesting if you think about it. You know, we uh, <laughs> I see uh, like I when I grew up. Um, when I grew up, I was listening to pop and rock from the 70s and then moved into more of a, a country thing. And, um, you know, and, and and still love some of the old uh, country, mm -hmm. especially. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, my preferred was country that was kind of before my time. Uh -huh. You know, the George Joneses and the sure. Johnny Hortons and, and those guys. Yeah. And, uh, of course, some of them carried on into my day like Merle Haggard and, yeah. and and so on so much of their music was you know woe is me uh -huh. <laughs> I remember I remember I heard a joke one time um I see what was the difference between what was the difference between a um a rock singer and a country singer if they both broke their their toe their big toe and the rock singer was um, was a, he, he he wouldn't be able to perform because he wouldn't be able to jump around the stage. Right. And then the country singer was like, "Oh, you'd write a song about it." Yeah. You know? Yeah. And 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 so the country music kind of had that it, yeah that well, flair for that, writing depressive songs. That joke that I heard a long time ago that if you play a country record backwards, you get your wife back, you yeah. get your truck back, you get your dog yeah. back. Yes. Um, <laughs> if you play a well, if you play, yeah, it was, it was a similar joke in that if you play a, a rock song backwards, you have all these terrible things. But if you play the country song backwards, you get you get everything returned. Right. You get all your stuff back. Yeah. So, um, and what's his name? Um, uh, um, Cole, um, David, David Allen Cole wrote a song called the, the, I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically, it said the perfect country song. Oh, and he said he said he sang he sang the song and then he says in the song he says my friend wrote that song and sent it to me and said it's the perfect country song, 
And he said, I wrote him back and said, no, it's not, because it doesn't talk about mama and going to prison and trains and all uh-huh, this. Uh-huh. And yeah. then so he has a whole whole nother, <laughs> whole nother verse that includes all these oh, funny. depressing things. Anyway, my point is, is, is you know, um, with the talent that Job had, he 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 could have he could have wrote some pretty big yeah. country songs. I probably so. Because that's what it sounds like, you know. He's just, and you know what, I I, I kind of relate. You know, here lately we've been struggling because we don't know where we're going to move and all this kind of stuff. And so we thought God was doing this and God wasn't doing that, and so mm-hmm. things didn't go the way we. And I kind of relate to to what. Uh, Obviously not on the on the level yeah. that he had to go through, but I kind of relate to that because it's like um, the things in the natural that you're you're that are going well, and they turn upside down, and so you go to God, and God doesn't fix them. Mm-hmm. It's that natural thing in us to. I mean, if you think about it. One day, Job is going along, and he's have, everything's working along fine. And then all of a sudden, his his servants start coming from different directions. Your kids are dead. Your sheep and your donkeys and your goats, they're all gone. And, and this mm-hmm. you know, this this has happened, and this has happened. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just this long list of depressing things that happen all at once. And he's, he's so upset and bothered by it, but, you know... A day goes by, and he's he's still in this spot where he's just aching. His heart aches. He's lost his children. So much of his wealth is gone. His life is just is just completely come undone. And then the next day, he's just significantly attacked in his body. Yeah, and instantly goes from yes, he had his own health to not having his own health anymore. Alive, yes, but just. Just alive, yeah, miserable, and no, no explanation why. Because uh, you know he's been a, he's been a godly man, and he's served the Lord to the point that God brags on him. <laughs> yeah, you know, in yeah. the throne room, so it's a big deal. And then everything is taken from him. So what is he? You know, first thing, first thing he goes into after sitting and saying nothing for an extended period of time. The first thing he goes into is, "I wish I had never been born." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I find it interesting the way he writes this. He he talks about all these curses and darkness and terrifying things to suggest that he would never have been born. And then he goes into, why didn't I just die at birth? Why wasn't I still and quiet? Why wasn't I asleep? So he goes from not ever being born to being born but died. Yeah, the death, and it's because... You know, he looks at that and he says, if I had died as a child, I would be, everything would be fine now. Yeah. I'd be with God and, and blah, right. blah, blah. Right, right. So no, instead of that, I'm cursed mm-hmm. to live, yeah. to be lifted up. And this is this is the interesting mm-hmm. part that he doesn't really talk about. But to be lifted up and, and, and to be taken care of and have immense wealth and, and immense influence and then to have it all ripped from him. Yeah. There's a um, there's a little gadget that's out there now that you put a lollipop in, a sucker, and it's a it's a it's a um, um, it's a dinosaur, mm. and it has a trigger. 
Oh, uh-huh. And so when you pull the trigger, the lollipop goes into the dinosaur's mouth. Uh-huh. And I see these, I see a couple of videos now I've seen of this, where they put the lollipop out and let the do- in front of the dog. Yeah. And the dog goes to lick it and they put it and it goes into the, like, like into the, the dinosaur dinosaur's took mouth. It. Yeah, right, like, in, yeah, that's exactly what the, yeah. it looks like the dinosaur's taking yeah. it away from them. Uh-huh. And they look at it, and then they look look at the camera, which is the person who's right. doing it. Yeah. And they look back and forth, like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, "You're gonna put this in front of me, and then take it away, <laughs> and then you let it back out, and yeah. you go to lick it, and you take it away." Yeah. And then, I kind of see that with with his, uh, with Job's thinking. It's like, okay, I was given all of this. Yeah. And then, then in a in a very destructive way, it was taken from. Me. Yeah, in an instant, really, in yeah. the, in the the course of a lifetime, you know, yeah, because it, it, taken, it talked taken about how in minutes how the servant said, while one was still speaking, the other right. one came. So you know, all of that happened in moments' time. Yeah, and I, I it's, it's so interesting because you know we get the privilege of not being in his moment, but actually knowing the story yeah. from beginning to end. It's a good thing we know. And, yeah. <laughs> but, it, and, and so we, you know, we said, well, you know, uh, Job was a great man of patience and, mm-hmm. and all this. And it's like, oh, I'm reading this. Yeah. He's not being patient. He's being human. Yeah, for sure. You know, Job, Job was a, was a, a, an amazing man of God, but he was also flesh and blood and human, and he struggled. And when he is faced with this uh, horrific experience, he struggles with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't think of anybody who wouldn't, but, you know, um, I mean, the, the only exception probably would be Christ, that when he approached the horror that he knew was coming, he faced it with patience, he asked once for it to be taken from him in the garden when he spoke to the Father. Right. And that was it. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, he approached it, and, and we know, you know, spiritually that he approached it with joy for what was to come. Right. He knew that what was to come would be amazing and incredible and um that millions and millions and millions, numbers of people that they couldn't even fathom at that in that time. Mm-hmm. But he knew that they would come to know God because of the action that he would take on the cross. So, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's a, um, you know, the story of Job is a tough one for Job. But it's a good one for us to understand. And I think that's why it's included in Scripture God put it in there to teach us that just because you know God does not take away the human element that suffering will happen and difficulty will will happen. Yeah. But then we go back to the beginning of the story and recognize there's a reason behind it. And like you said, we know the story of Job, so we know how it ends. I mean, someone may not know, and they might have to be, you know, yeah. go ahead and read through it to see what happens to Job as he comes to, to out the other side of this. But we know, because we have read it before, that he comes out um, much more blessed than he was when he went into this mess. Right. So to see him in such despair here. Yeah. But we know that he's that there is a you know a good outcome for him. So God has something good planned for him. 
Well, and that's where we have to understand that there is a, there's always a struggle in life. But God uses our struggles to refine us and to improve us and to help us uh, connect. And when our struggles, and we've talked about this before too, is when our struggles become something that overwhelms us and disrupts our relationship with God, it's because our we're not rooted deeply enough in the things of God. Yeah. And that, you know, and... and um, you know, one of the reasons Job was able to withstand, even though he went through all this, uh, one of the reasons was because he was already deeply rooted with, exactly. with his father. Exactly, yeah. And that kind of goes back to the parable of the, the seeds on the rocky the sower, ground. Yeah, yeah. The sower, yeah. Where, you know, if you don't get yourself deep in God, then when something comes along mm -hmm. and blows you off, you you just, you lose it all. Well, well and, and that is true. We We are given the opportunity is this important enough for me mm -hmm. to dig in? Mm -hmm. And so someone who's a newborn Christian has the opportunity to become solid in the faith or to be vulnerable yeah. to the difficulties of life. Because they're going to come. It doesn't make any difference where your faith is at. The difficulties of life are going to come. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so if we choose, like Job, to have that those deep roots, yeah, we may still go through Job moments in our life where things seem to be falling apart. But it is, you know, it is one of those moments where we're like, okay, we, my roots are in God. So mm -hmm. e even, even though I may be struggling, even though life may be difficult, my roots are in God and they're going to stay there. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. And, and going through, going through the, the, the thought process, I wish I'd never been born, is not a new, obviously, not a new thought process. <laughs> right. And, and we all do it. I've, I've experienced the same thing, thinking it would be easier if I just had never, never showed up on the planet. Yeah. But God has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. It's up to us whether or not we want to seek that out and walk in that plan and realize that, yeah, life is going to be tough. God is always going to be faithful. He's always going to be there for us, but he has a plan for mm -hmm, us, mm -hmm. and that plan may involve us going through some suffering, some difficulty. Right, exactly. So, yep. even if we want to curse the day we were born, huh. in the process. Mm -hmm.